Everybody and welcome to episode 209 of the Keep Moving Forward podcast with me, your host Anthony DiDomenico, coming to you live every Monday night, live on Instagram, over at Comic Anthony D, live on Facebook. As always, the podcast is available at Anchor.fm/KMFPodcast. Also, subscribe on iTunes, and while you're there. Five-star rate and review. Love reading those reviews. Love sharing them on social media and bragging about the best podcast listeners out there. That's you guys. Don't forget to five-star rate and review. Uh, Patreon members, there will be a bonus episode. I will get it out this week at some point. Um, I do apologize. I was under the weather. And my voice, it took a little while for it to come back fully, which it has. Thank God. Um, so there will be a bonus episode out this week. Not sure what it's going to be yet, but there definitely will be a bonus episode. So look for that over at patreon.com slash KMF podcast. You'll also have the access to all the past bonus episodes as well as all the future ones coming up. Patreon.com slash KMF podcast. Built Bar is coming out with new flavors, new sales. They actually just sent me white chocolate uh, cookies and cream. It was delicious. Definitely check it out. BuiltBar.com. Use code WWBROPODCAST. Save yourself at least 10% off your order. Sail Away Coffee, the best nitro brew out there. Goes perfect with a Built Bar, a cigar, just morning coffee. Check it out. SailAwayCoffee.com. Use code WWBRO10 and save yourself 10% off your order. The link in my link tree for John Ziegler's GoFundMe is still live. Uh, my buddy John Ziegler is battling cancer, actually has his last chemo treatment tomorrow. Um, really proud of John how hard he's fighting. And uh, this every little bit helps. So once again, the link is live over my link tree over at Comic Anthony D. Give what you can when you can. And John sends um, a big thank you to everybody who has donated. It really has meant the world and has helped him a lot uh, during this fight with uh, what's what's going on. And uh, not that, you know, here's, <laughs> you go from one, one extreme as far as really finding something to, I was just sick for a little while. I'm fine. But thank you to everybody who reached out, uh, sent messages and everything, and still continues to check up on me and see how I'm doing. I'm good. I'm over my ick. It was, uh, it, it, you know, it sucked for a week. And last week's podcast, my voice was horrible. Um, I listened back to it. It didn't sound as bad, but it just getting through the episode um, my voice was not uh, up to snuff afterwards. It definitely did hurt um, doing that podcast. But I, I play with pain. I suffer. I suffer for you guys. Uh, just kidding. Anyway, well, I'm glad I'm starting to feel better. I'm starting to think it was COVID. Everyone in my office has had or is out with COVID at the moment, so it's kind of sweeping through um, the workplace. And I tested negative, but whatever. It is what it is. No matter what it was, I got through it. Um, I'm better and just looking to just, you know, move on from it. And if it was COVID, good, then I have the antibodies. So I'll be safe for a little while unless there's another new variant that's going to come out, um, which there probably will. I don't know. 
Like, I don't want to talk about COVID and everything else. It, it is what it is. I I was sick. I'm better. Let's move on. Uh, this week was one of those weeks where, you know, kind of made me appreciate life a little more. I think people in general appreciate life a little more. And, you know, I'm never one for blaming a year. You know, I was like, oh, my God, 2020. You know, years have sucked and years have been good. And, but there's a lot of good and bad that comes out of a year. And I never like to just say a year's a waste or blaming a year because time is so short on this earth. And, you know, in 2020, we've had our, I'm sorry, 2022, we have had that kind of like, you know, smack us in the face a little bit in the celebrity world. You know, you look at who has passed away so far in the beginning of this year. We've lost people like Betty White, Bob Saget, and this week, Meatloaf, Louis Anderson. Um, I'm an Islander fan. Clark Gillies passed away, which um, was really upsetting as an Islander fan because Clark Gillies is one of those guys that was, you know, lived and breathed Islander hockey. And if you talk to people of fans of other teams, Clark Gillies was their favorite Islander. I know Ranger fans that own one Islander jersey, and it's a Clark Gillies jersey because that's just how much of an uh, impact and effect that he had uh, on just fans of hockey. And, you know, Clark Gillies is one of those guys that was always at Islander games. You know, last year in the playoff run, he was there bashing beer cans off his head. Uh, so it was really, really cool to see that. And plus, he was a stand-up comedy fan. My, my buddy Chris Monty became friends with him because uh, he would come to his comedy shows. Sadly, I never got a chance to meet and perform for Clark Gillies. That would have been absolutely amazing, as well as any of those Islanders uh, from those Stanley Cup run. And, I, and being an Islander fan, one of the cool things is that those guys from that Stanley Cup run that won the four in a row in the 80s, they're so connected to the team. They're so they're around. They're accessible. Um, my mom met Bobby Nystrom one time waiting in line for tickets. Um, actually, the first hockey game I ever went to. Um, they went and got tickets at the Coliseum. They're waiting online, and Bobby Nystrom is there shaking hands. So it's definitely, um, I guess we, we're Long Island. We're connected. And um, it was definitely sad to, to, to lose a guy like Clark Gillies. And even, you know, you think about the idea of Bob Saget and Betty White, but you know, I would never downplay a death, and that's not what I'm doing. If Betty White was almost a hundred years old. You know, she lived a good life. You know, people are like, oh my god, it's a, it's a shame. It is a shame that a person of her talent's not around anymore. But like, I look at like, you know, I'm not trying to be insensitive, but here is somebody. I, I'm I'm somebody who lost their mother when my mom was 52. So I look at Betty White, and I can't ha- help but think how wonderful it is that someone got to live almost a hundred years on this earth and experience all the things she got to experience and do all the things that she got to do, especially, you know, being such a, an amazing entertainer. And, you know, even in her later years, I think was more entertaining than she was when she was younger. Um, I, I still look, I go back to that when she hosted Saturday Night Live, that kind of brought her back into the forefront for, from like the golden girl days. Uh, definitely um, a huge talent and, you know, but, you know, God bless anybody that has the courage to be on this earth for almost 100 years because it definitely is uh, something to be celebrated. Um, but then you have guys like Louis Anderson and Meatloaf that passed away this week, and they're big guys, and that gets me thinking. And that's all I need is is something else to <laughs> obsess about and worry about. Um, but I got to meet Louis Anderson once. Uh, it was pretty cool. That's one of the the... The things I'll always take away from getting into comedy is some of the people I got to meet. 
and things I'll take with me the rest of my life. And I don't take pictures with these people. I really don't. And I've talked about it on podcasts in the past. I like to act like I've been there before. You know, I'm not trying to be a, a, a fanboy or, you know, I want these people to look at me as a comedian. And, you know, I don't think they would look at me as much of a comic if I'm trying to take a picture with them in the green room, uh, you know, or beg them for a selfie. I'd rather sit and talk to these people and have the memories. And that, that's what I have. You know, I, I talk about Bob Saget. Um, when he passed away, I, of course, I was reminded of the time I opened for Dave Coulier. And we were just talking about Full House. And, and he was talking about all the guys on the show and how great they are and how great Bob was. And just the conversation I had with him and things that we talked about is something that means more to me than a picture would. Yeah, I can have a picture and hang it up or post it. But... I, you know, I think getting into the conversations that I had with guys like Dave and even Sebastian Maniscalco and Jim Brewer and these other comics that I've opened for that are famous, um, not trying to name drop here, but just saying like even Kevin James while I'm name dropping, but I've worked with these guys. I've had conversations with these guys that have meant more to me than a picture ever would. And they looked at me like I was a comedian and like I was part of that club. And that to me, that meant more than a picture or something like that. So that's why you won't see pictures of me with a lot of the people I've worked with because I, I don't, I'm not worried about that. I'm worried about the experience, the once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to sit and have a conversation with somebody that you've admired and, and grew up watching. Um, so that's why I, you know, don't have those, those things, but I have the memories, and that, that's what really matters to me. And, um, you know... When comics go, it's, it's usually, you know, the big guys go first, and that gets me, you know, of course, worried about my health and, and everything. And, um, you know, Meatloaf, too. He was a, one of the classy big guys. Great voice. Um, I liked his music, and if you didn't spend all weekend listening to Meatloaf on Pandora or Amazon Music, whatever you use, um, you're probably one of the only ones. Um, but it was, I, I listened to it, you know, to and from work and, uh, once again, reminded how much I do like those songs and Phil Rizzuto, um, paradise by the dashboard light as a Yankee fan. I always liked that part and uh, it was good to hear Phil Rizzuto in that again. So, you know, just, you know, go with that and is what it is. Um, other than that, you know, we're looking at different things. Um, talk about life and life being shorter and, and things like that. Um, this week, I, I did lose a friend. Uh, sad, very sad to say that, that I lost a friend of mine this week. My buddy Mark, who I, I met uh, down at Matador Cigar Lounge here on Long Island. And uh, Mark was one of the first guys to kind of welcome me into the regulars. And became, you know... We became friends, and when I first started going, I would, of course, see him there because I used to go with my, my friends and my dad and everybody, and it would be like a group thing. Um, we, we, every once in a while, nod, say hello to each other just because you see somebody there all the time. But uh, it wasn't until about after COVID. You know, after COVID hit, the lounge shut down, of course, March of 2020, and didn't open again until the summer. And when they opened back up, it was like um, just it was half-seating, so not that many people went down. It was hard to plan an outing. Like it used to be like I would go down there with like five or six guys and we'd hang out, but it was hard to do that because there was every other seat 
and the seats would fill up really quickly. There was nights I would go down there and there was no seats, so you'd get turned away. So I just started going by myself. And um, you know, the more I would go, the more I would you know see the guys who I'm now I'm friends with, and Mark was included in that, and we'd you know say hello to each other, talk, small talk. And, you know, the more you say hello, the more you, you know, become friends. And um, I think what really made us friends was uh, he, Mark smoked a cigar called The Banker. And Matador ran out of him. Like, it was on back order forever. And we we thought it was funny because he would get so aggravated and, and pissed off about it. Um, and if you knew Mark and you knew his short temper sometimes, and uh, it was part of his charm and you know we, we'd laugh about that a lot but he um yeah they didn't have his cigar and he would like write them on facebook and he would yell at the people that work there and, and you know and yell at the district manager and stuff like that he's like i can find him everywhere else so one time i, I bought a cigar sampler pack you know sometimes you'll go on like jnr cigars and they'll have like i don't know like you know 50 uh, 30 cigars for 50 bucks or something like that um and I would get it, and there was a banker in one of them. So I, I didn't know how he would take it. Like, would he be mad as a joke? Like, you know, I don't know him that well. I brought it into him, and I said, "Look what I found." And you know, since then, you know, we were we were friends. We both Yankee and Giant fans, and we would talk about that. Um, you know, make fun of the you know the kids that worked at the lounge and other the other guys. We joke. It's very much a um, a good time there. I mean. You know, people always wonder why you go to the cigar lounge so much because it's it's a it's a fun time. It really is. You know, it's a bunch of guys and girls hanging out, and you know, it's I always say it's like 1987, where it's not PC. Um, you just joke. Everyone knows you're joking around. You're having a good time. There's games on. You're, you're watching sports. You're laughing. Uh, how, you know, if you, you can bring cocktails in if you want, it's just it's it's a good overall time and. Um, I'm glad it's there, and I'm, I'm glad I met these guys and became friends with them. Because um, it is like, you know, it's my home away from home almost. I'm, I'm, if I'm not home, I'm usually there. Because um, I, I do enjoy watching Islander games from there, and I do enjoy watching sports from there. And, um, you know, it's become a, a good place to hang out. And, you know, and Mark was a good friend. He's one of those guys that would do anything for you. You know, you know, you after talking with him and, you know, he would talk about his kids. He was a great husband, great father. Um, would do anything for his kids. And, you know, it just, the place doesn't seem the same. Like we said it with that night when he, when he passed away, we went down and it was uh, last Wednesday and we all smoked the banker. I think we, we saw, we bought the rest of the bankers that were there and we all had that cigar. And, you know, we were looking at the one seat that he would sit. And it was empty, you know, just a, it just so happened that no one sat there and, you know, we were just like looking at it. We're like, you know, just, he needs to be there. You know, he should be in that seat. You know, it just wasn't the, the same, you know, and it makes you appreciate things a little more, you know, um, it's crazy. Cause you know, you know, Mark, I was looking at Mark's kids at the wake and they're about the same age I was when I lost my mom. My mom was 52 when she passed away. Mark was 60. Um, and I, I did. You're just thinking about that, and you're thinking about, like, you know, what they're going through and how I went through it and just makes you more appreciative of the people that are in your life and that, and that are still around. And how sometimes we take things for granted. You know, like, uh, 
like I said before in the beginning of the podcast, everybody was so, they couldn't wait for these years because what's going on in the world with the pandemic and everything else, you can't wait for this time to pass. But why do you want time to pass? It's not guaranteed to you. Like I could say, oh my God, I can't wait till we get to the end of this. I don't know if I'm going to be here at the end of this. No one knows that. So to wish time to go away, to me, is just, I don't know. I think it's a stupid thing. I never wish time to go by fast, no matter what. You have to get up, you got to go to work, you got to do these things, but whatever, you're still here. And to me, that's what's important. You know, like we even look at, it made my dad's birthday even that much more, you know, to me, bigger this year. You know, losing Mark, who's, you know, close to my dad's age. You know, we celebrate milestone birthdays, right? You know, you celebrate someone's 21st or 30th, 40th, 50th, 60th, 70th. You know, but you don't make a bigger deal sometimes about the ones in between. You know, but this year, my dad's 67th birthday seemed like more important after this week after losing my friend. Um, and just, you know, because, you know, you, no one's guaranteed another birthday. No one's guaranteed another thing. And people always... Want to push that, you know, oh, I'll celebrate the next one. I'll do this. And oh, listen, we don't know what's going on, what's going to happen in this world with, with this pandemic. Are we ever going to go back to the way things were? I hope so. We don't know. But to wish time away, I mean, it's a, the truth is life is too short. You know, and, and to just push that away, you got to make the most of it. That That's how I'm feeling about it. Um, I spent too, too much time, you know, wasting it. And sit, sitting and watching it go by. And I'm listening. I'm not the a world's traveler. I don't, um, you know, by saying I, I don't experience a lot of brand new things. But I, I, I tend to enjoy my, my life. I tend to wake up each day. And, you know, I got to go. I don't, I hate going to work. You got to, you know, you got to work. Um, I enjoy doing stand-up whenever it happens. And since I'll mention it. Um, February 18th and 19th, I'll be in the Princeton, New Jersey area at Catch a Rising Star in Princeton, New Jersey at the Hyatt. You could check out my Instagram page. It's on there, Comic Anthony D. There's also, you can go to catcharisingstar.com. Uh, I think it's catcharisingstarprinceton.com. But anyway, you can check out my Instagram. It, all the links are there. Uh, you'll see the post. I'm with my buddy Ryan Marr. And like I, that to me, like I, that's what I, what comedy's come more to me now. You know, as far as come to the realization, it's not gonna be a career for me. Um, it just didn't happen. Whatever. Uh, there's a lot of different reasons, but it doesn't mean I don't enjoy it. Doesn't mean I'm not good at it. Doesn't mean you know I, I can't entertain people. But to me now, when I I like to do shows with my friends, I like to you know be with people I like hanging around with. And, you know, I'll be with my buddy Ryan. We're away. So it's like a boys weekend. We're performing stand-up comedy. We're hanging out. It's going to be a good time. I'll look for a cigar place, uh, of course, because, you know, I got to get one in. And I'm just looking for the, like, a fun weekend away. You know, I, I could be upset and I could be mad and I could, you know, blame a lot of things um, about why... I don't get spots and why spots haven't come. And a lot of it's my fault. I know that I, you know, disappeared for a while uh, as far as like, you know, in zoom shows and this and that. Now, you know, things here on Long Island, I've kind of separated myself from, 
And, you know, that's all my decision, my choice. But I, I'm happy. You know, I'm, I'm okay with it. You know, I, I, I have this podcast, which I love more than anything. I love coming on here each week and, you know, telling you guys what, go, what goes on. And, you know, in a lot of ways it is therapy for me. You know, just talking about even what happened this week with, with you know, a lot of deaths surrounding me. And, you know, because even when celebrities die, you know, we don't know them, but we know them. And sometimes it affects us more than others. Um, people you know pass away. So um, I'm happy for this outlet. I'm happy to be able to come on here. You know, I was talking to a friend today um, just about, like, things that I haven't let go in my life. You know, it came up over the weekend. I was talking to my dad and my sister-in-law. And I kind of make like a half joke, half joke about like, you know, that I haven't really dealt with my mom passing away. And, I, and the truth is I really haven't. I haven't gone through all those things you're probably supposed to go through and talk through the things you should talk through because it's very painful and I, I don't want to do it. Um, and I don't know if it'll, you know, would it get better? I, probably, but at the moment I'm, I'm not going to go through that. But I was telling a friend about this, and she was like, maybe you should try therapy. You know, I, I, she had admittedly said that she's not one to, to, that she believes in it and this or that. And I was said, yeah, you know, I, I tried. I went a few times, and I always end up feeling worse. I always feel like, one, the therapist doesn't believe me. Uh, and I just, I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't like sitting there telling a stranger things. Which is ironic because, you know, as a comedian and a podcaster, that's what I do. I, I tell straight, you know, especially on stage, I tell strangers things about my life and I tell, you know, strangers, um, you know, moments in my life that, you know, I don't like that we turn them into jokes and we talk about it on, uh, you know, that way. And then I come on the podcast and I'll tell you guys my week and what I'm doing and what I'm feeling and, you know, things that I'm going through. And I don't think twice about it. And it helps. I feel a lot better. I feel better, you know, even now just talking about this week and what I, you know, things that, you know, happened. You know, losing a friend sucks. And I, I had, I went, I went through it. I went through all the emotions and, you know, it, it, it bums you out. Uh, but the fact that I can come on here and kind of share a little couple of tidbits about Mark and, and how I, and just the story about how we became friends, it makes me feel better. You know, it puts it out there. More people know about it now. More people know about him. Not that there wasn't enough, the place was packed, his, his wake. And I think, um, that's always a, a testament to the person, you know, um, and I think we all morbidly wonder about that sometimes. Like, what's it going to look like? What's it going? Who's going to show up and stuff like that? I, I, I do. I mean, I don't know. Am I going to sell the room out as as a comedian? I get you know as a, a dead comic. Very more. I got to change the subject. I'm sorry. That's just a sixth sense of humor we have. Um, but anyway, it's more about enjoying life and and getting the most out of it. And not wishing it to go by so fast. And just celebrating the little things. Like I, I, I had a good time this weekend besides the fact that I go to awake. 
watching the football games, enjoying, you know, the playoffs. I, I love this time of year as a football fan. It's, and yesterday's at my brother's house all day with the kids and, and my family. And Friday night, you know, my dad's birthday bash. We went, my brother's all, you know, I was there till almost one thirty in the morning. Like those, those are the fun times for me, you know, and it's, it's funny because now I'm looking at my, my nephews and my niece, they're getting older, um, fast. They get, they're growing up really fast. And I was telling somebody tonight that, you know, I, I see like how they act, you know, they just, they act a little, you know, I come in, they used to all come running, you know? And as the year goes on, it's, you know, it's two, then two of them come running. And now just the baby, you know, they had a baby anymore. It's going to be four. My niece Lydia comes running. Uh, and it's because, you know, the, the boys are getting older. I remember when I was that age, you know, you don't go running to family members. You kind of get too, school, uh, too cool for school for a while. And when you get older, you start, like, you know, realizing how important that is and, and everything like that. You know, your parents have to tell you to say hi to this person, say hi, make sure you shake their hand. And then after a while, it just becomes something that you do because you really enjoy seeing your family and spending time with your family. And um, so, yeah, I don't, that's another reason why I don't want time to go back. I want these kids to stay, you know, I wish they were babies again. And, um, you know, got excited when I walked in the house. Anyway, just, I don't know, just something stupid, I guess. I'll take I'll take Lydia being excited for me to walk in. Uh, you know, I'll I'll take that as that's what I got right now. Um, she's gonna be four. I tell her all the time. I say, can you just stay the same age? And she goes, No, I don't want to. Um, but there'll be a day when she don't care that I'm there either. And that's just how it is. That's just growing up, and um, so that's why I try to be like. I got, I'm not mature enough to begin with, but you know, I try to be like more like their friend, I guess, than their uncle. Um, because this way I'll still say relevant. I won't be that old uncle that, you know, is, uh, that they feel like they, you know, are required to spend time with and is an obligation instead of someone they want to hang out with. I don't know if that makes sense or not, but that's just the way I think. Just make the most of life. There it is. That's the, <laughs> that's the real meaning behind this gibberish for the last half hour or so. Uh, just make the most out of life because we're not guaranteed tomorrow. Don't try to push it. You know, I say keep moving forward, which is important, but I'm, I don't mean to just not enjoy the time that you are. Just don't regret what you did. Enjoy today and uh, welcome tomorrow. That's really the point of this. I don't think I'm going to say it any better than that, so I'm going to end on that note. All right, everybody, I want to thank all the listeners who joined us on their podcast listening devices, everybody watching at home on Instagram and Facebook Live. This has been episode 209 of the Keep Moving Forward podcast. As always, the podcast is available at anchor.fm slash KMF podcast. We're on Spotify. We're on Twitter. We're on, I say Switcher, I meant, I don't, I don't know what I'm saying. Check us out on iTunes. Five-star rate and review. Definitely. It's more important now to five-star rate and review since we change the names, categories, and everything. Make sure you put yours in. Patreon.com slash KMF Podcast. Bonus episodes. 
There will be one this week. Past episodes are also available at patreon.com slash podcast. We are played in and out each week by Hollow and their single, Something to Believe. My best friend Nick wrote this song. It's available on iTunes. And while you're there, check out his new band, Demon Scar. Dropping new music this Friday. New single drops this Friday. Check it out. iTunes, demonscar.bandcamp.com. Long Island, only one place to go for your playoff and Super Bowl catering needs. That's Finn's Deli, 4646 Merrick Road in Massapequa. Tell my brother you heard the plug on the show and then get yourself an Uncle Cheese, the best sandwich out there. Finsdeli.com. Once again, thank you so much to everybody who joined us on this episode. I will talk to you next week. Have a good one. <laughs>